You're listening to Smash the Bottom Line with Maddie Brown. This is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line podcast, and I am talking today with Helene Scott, and she is an awesome businesswoman that has got success in multiple areas, and she's going to share with us some of her stories on how she has been successful and how she helps people further their success. So how did you get started in business? Um, So first, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, How I got started in business. So I've had, I've I've been in different areas of business. The first 20-ish years of my kind of work life was as being a creative professional. And that was a combination of being a, um, like working within design firms, and then also almost always having a freelance business on the side. And so that would be in the beginning, it was like around logo design and um, you know, eventually it became into web design. And when I was working at the design firms, it was both print and online design. Um, and then it slowly went into the kind of more branding um, around working with design. I was in a design firm at Silicon Valley where we worked with a lot of the startups, like right before the bubble burst, where we were, were you know, working with the startups around their brand story. What was it? What was their, what were the offerings? How were they working with the people? What was the client relationship? All of that stuff. So that was kind of the the arc within that side of my work. And so again, it was primarily within design firms, but also almost always on my own. And then I had a startup, which um, I was did that, co-founded a startup for about seven years. And that's where I really got the business chops. And so although for there, I was um, the kind of the lead creative uh, lead lead creative, right? Created the, it was an online, offline social game for good. <laughs> so there was a um, product, but as well as an online app and community. And so I was in charge of kind of really creating what was that experience, as well as what was the physical product and what was, how did the community come together and interact? And then my business partner was the business side of it. However, I couldn't help because we were small, learn a lot about business, of course. Yeah. Um, and then and then five years ago is when I went out on my own and started off just doing first what I knew, which was more around the branding and the um, some in the very beginning, I did a couple websites and then quickly decided that I didn't. What I really loved were the conversations around branding, which is, you know, many people um, it's it's much more educated now around what branding is. Branding isn't like the colors. It's the story that it's what people perceive of your business. Right. So the helping people really understand that no matter what you're telling a story in your business and so how is it that you're what is the purpose and what is the intention of the story that you want to tell and so really helping people craft get super clear on who they are who their people are and what is the story that you want to tell what is the story that you want people to perceive and that's the best you can do because then it's in the other people's hands obviously but that was where i first started five years ago and then it's just moved into um it moved into coaching which was really <laughs> For me, I would have never thought that I would have been a coach like 15, 10, five years ago. It's like, no, I'm, I'm a design, right? I so identified with being a creative. And, um, but I think it was the first kind of gateway into being a coach was the fact that I was really good at asking those questions, which had allowed me to become a really good designer and a really good um, creator, you know, helping people really understand what their brand story is. Um, and, and, and then it's just kind of moved the, the, it's moved into more and more of that. So more of the coaching and strategy around what it is to create an aligned business, um, which goes deeper than the branding. So I can speak more to that if you want, but, um, I'll let you, (laughs) that's a big intro. (laughs) 
Awesome. Fascinating. Okay. And I, I think, I think inspired businesses um, need alignment and they yes. need branding and they don't always see the relationship between the two. So I'd like to hear more of what you think about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's been like this interesting. So in the last five years, the arc for that has been that again, started off in doing just more of the branding and conversation and helping people with that. But really the, for me, my philosophy around branding is that you really need to be clear on who you are, how, and how you want to show up. And then there's oftentimes that that once you have that kind of declaration and understanding is how do you then actually go do that out loud? For many people, it's um, there's that question of, well, like I have a sense of who I am, but how is it that that trans that equates into a brand or how, how am I on social media? What does my website look like? Right. But that kind of flip. And so really where I started to go deeper on with people is having that clarity on alignment to self, because that if you are showing up you, then basically you have about 90 85, 90% of your brand done because you're not, you're not needing to think about how you show up. This is just who you are. And, but that piece right there, that's for many of the people that I worked with, who I tend to work with, that piece is a difficult one. We're not for, I primarily work with women. Um, that's just kind of who have come. Um, that piece of really owning, being willing to own who you are. It's not even willingness. It's like a We've just haven't done that. We, there hasn't been a lot of training and talk around that. And so that's really where I ended up going deeper into that. And so that really comes into alignment. So who who are you truly? How do you want to show up in this world truly? Like really what lights you up? What makes you feel good? Like all those types of questions. And then the alignment piece comes in. Okay, good. We're, we have you down. <laughs> now, what is the business and who are the people that are in the alignment with that? So it's definitely a trifecta kind of a thing there. So it's you, it's your people what in, and what is their need? And then that's where you really see what the business can be. And so as long as you're staying in alignment to all those, which is almost a, it can be like a daily check-in because you might get, you think you should do something or an offer comes or, you know, it's easy to get sidetracked. Shiny objects. Shiny objects. Exactly. And so that, that's where, um, so does that, does that answer that question for you? Do you feel like yeah. that's, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, that, that, that does. So when you talk about alignment, you talk about what is alignment? What does that mean? To you? Yeah. Okay. So, so I think a, an easy or some, something that, that clued me into this as being a conversation, as being a place where I could help people, was that I would often get people who had a website already, who had offers, who had their business going, and I would be doing a session with them because um, I'm really good at kind of helping people that have lots of ideas get that are kind of caught in that, that stuck pattern, that spinning pattern of what to work on. So I'd be working with them on that, and I'd, I'd ask all my questions around kind of getting clear on who they are and what they want to be building. And then I would look at their website. I'd look at what was actually being represented and there was it was out of alignment, right? There was a big gap between what they, what I could see what they were good at and what they really wanted to do. And then what was being presented. So that's one like real obvious way of being out of alignment is that, that, um, and what, that, what happens there is that then you are attracting the wrong type of customer. If you're, if you're, so there's like levels of misalignment there, right? So if you're if you're doing stuff that you actually don't really like to do, that's one thing that's out of being out of alignment. If what you say on your website is one thing and it's not really what you want to do, so but then you're getting people that are interested in that coming up and showing up. So then you're working with people and it's not quite feeling right. That's out of alignment. So there's different ways in which that can show up. And so really the question becomes, again, we just bring it right back down to what is... Um, 
What is it? What is your vision of what you want to build? Who are the type of people that you want to be working with? What actually do you enjoy doing? Not just what you're good at. And this is the part that's can be like challenging at first. And there's going to be a journey. You're going to start your business. If you're at the beginning, you are going to do what you're good at because that's what you know. But oftentimes what happens is that you'll find that there's some deeper things that, that you actually prefer doing, but maybe it's not what you used to do. So you think you should do what you used to do. But if you continue to do that, you're going to just get more and more out of whack within kind of integrity with yourself, really. Yeah, I understand that. I really, that, that, that is very, um, What's the word that I want to use? That that compelling statement. I kind of of find myself in that same scenario. Um, I do, we do a a lot of bookkeeping and a lot of tax preparation. But the part that I love is is working with the businesses and helping them to be more successful. Mm -hmm. And that encompasses more of a coaching view. Right. and a consulting view of what the story that the numbers tell yeah. is. Yeah. And so I, I always talk about what is your money story and what does it say about you and what does it say about who you, what's important to you? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, and so I, you know, and you, you've got to be in alignment with your money too. Right. Totally. Totally. Because if the way you're spending your money or the way you're making your money isn't, then it's going to be not sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be something that you can do for a long term. You might be able to press through and do it for, you know, six months, but then but then it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. And that's exactly, so that parallels exactly to what I'm talking about. So there really, there really are lots of places that you can get out of alignment. <laughs> and so having some kind of, um, and so this is where having coaches is really so great. You know, it's like that, that, or like a group or an accountability partner or something, because once you get clear on what, what that, um, what your alignment piece is, basically you're setting your, your business true North, you know, right. What is that true North? And you, it's, it's, it, it's something to be checking in on in the beginning. If it's a if it's a new change, then it's something to be um, like that. You kind of have to calibrate daily, right? What are the things that you're kind of remind yourself because it's kind of a new habit. So I love that you're doing that with the numbers. Well, and 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 that's everybody needs a business plan, and mm-hmm. they need they need a budget. But a budget is a living document, mm-hmm. and it the next time it can change in ten minutes what you need to do and what you need to do differently. And so you've got to be flexible and you've got to be prepared to adapt to new opportunities and new things that come about. Yeah, I love that. So I love, so you're helping them and have it be more of a fluid relationship as opposed to like a, I almost said chore, but like, (laughs) but like, right. Like have it be more of that, like a partnership um, yeah. um, that's fluid as opposed to like, oh, there's this thing that I have to do every month and go in and tackle in the numbers, but have a, a real understanding. I love that. That's really cool, Maddie. Well, you know, I think that we help a lot of people. And my intention 10 years ago when I bought this business was to work with people who are trying to make a difference in the world. Yeah. And those people are people that I want to see be more profitable and successful so that they can help more people. And yeah, exactly. You get a good ripple effect. Exactly. Going. Love it. Yeah. That's and good. So if you had to pick a couple of things that have 
really been important to your success? What would you say they are? What characteristics? Um, I would say building and trusting my intuition. And um, definitely building strong relationships. Like uh, my, so one of the things that I, that I ask people to get clear and I think is really important is really understanding what is the relationship you want to have with your clients based on your business model, right? This is all that kind of alignment piece. And for me, it's long-term relationships for sure. I love having, I, there's no way that my, that I'm going to be someone's coach for five years, 10 years, like constant. However, I'm in their life for that long and they're, and then we dip in and out of working together based on where they're at or what they might need help with. And in between, I check in, we're, we're still in contact, we're still in conversation. So, um, and this is, this is kind of, I guess, maybe goes to the other, another thing would be around being willing to go against the status quo, right? Like just because people over here do it this way, if that way doesn't work for you, don't do it that way, right? That's an alignment piece too. So really, so that's where the intuition comes in is that I feel like I have this um, building intuitively, paying really close attention to, um, you know, some things work, some things don't, and being willing to to then stop the things that otherwise people say do do or don't do. Mm -hmm. And if that is an alignment with you, then stick with that, you know? And so um, being, being in close communication with people that I've worked off and on on for the last few years, is one of the things actually that somebody specifically told me at the beginning, like, oh, no, that's not scalable. You don't want to, you know, don't set yourself up to be in communication that way. You're never going to, that's never going to work. And I was like, you know, and I, for a little while, heeded that. And then afterwards just went, no, 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 this is how I, this is how I'm going to do it. And we'll see how that goes. And that's really paid off for me. So that intuition piece, really paying attention, which totally goes back to being in alignment, right? So understanding what, what does that mean to you to be in alignment? Yeah. That is that is awesome, and I I have a similar situation. You know, they, they talk about uh, I, I had I heard a comparison one day that said clients are like fish. You've got great big huge fish, you've got medium sized fish, and you've got minnows. Okay, uh -huh. and and if you if you're catching minnows, you have a different tactic than if you're catching sailfish. Mm -hmm. And the, the reason that matters is you've got to know who your client is. Right. And I have set out to work with the smaller businesses mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. intentionally chosen that group of people because I feel like I can make the most difference. And clients come and stay and they stay for years. Yeah, yeah. And we're a team in their business. Exactly. And I meet with them quarterly or monthly, depending on the business and the size of their business and their needs. Yeah. And I know what their goals are. I know what their intentions are for their business. Yeah. And and I can I can help them meet those goals. That's awesome. Yeah, it's and that long term. It's that so it, it's which isn't everyone's business model, right? But if it is yours, then um, there's just so much beauty in it. I'd love being able to like we just when I get on the phone with people that I've known, it's it's easy, it's fast. It's like having the best friend that you haven't seen for years, but you get back in and you're right in. So I make sure I touch base with people in between our work together. Um, so and so I know what's happening with their family, their kids. I know that they just this, you know. So I I know what's going on. So we're just. It, to me, I actually do want to build, and this is what I was advised against doing, but like a friendships with my clients, because that's how I roll. <laughs> I care and I want to know about all the things because I know all the things 
have to do with what, how you're going to show up in your business as well. Absolutely. So who, who is who is your ideal client? Who is who is the person you can help the most. Yeah, I, the the people that I help the most are those that kind of um, identify with being like uh, you know multi passionate, multi multi possibility type of people. So they tend to have. It's not that they were necessarily creatives beforehand, but they certainly have a creative mentality in terms of lots of ideas. Um, you know, they 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 have something in front of them that they are thinking of doing some offering or something. And they're like, I could do it this way and I could do it this way and I could do it this way. So there's lots of ideas that are kind of churning through their head. Oftentimes they also have a lot of experience in a variety of different things. So when it comes to creating offers and discovering who it is that they want to work with, they kind of have to mire through the all those possibilities. So I'm really, really good at helping them not sacrifice any of all that goodness that is part of what makes them, you know, unique and how they show up, but help them basically rearrange all that th- all that stuff. And so that they create like a suite of offers that create um, a story arc really for the person that comes into your world. You know, we're not, we will not have our clients forever. So let's think about what what is going to be the story arc of your client coming in. And it's kind of a hero's journey in a way, right? Like your orbits match for a certain chunk of time what is the experience that you want to have while you're with them? But what experience do you want them to have? And so getting that clarity and then that has a lot to do with the type of offers that you do. So there might be this first offer. Maybe it's, so we start off at the very beginning also, like what is the free content that you have? How is it that they're able to discover you? What are some of the easy um, ways in which they can come in to like in the first the first offerings that you have? And so just helping people, again, based on their experience the type of business model they want to build creating offers that are totally in alignment with them in alignment with the people that they want to serve um and and creating that whole story arc so it's people that in the like they like the idea of that like yeah i want to have that aligned business and i want to have i really want to have you know they're clear on who they want to get clear on who their people are and but they have this they they tend to get stuck with all the ideas so i'm really good again at helping them figure out that path and creating that path so that it feels exciting and um, and gives them a lots of energy, right? The, the other thing I would say that the people that I tend to get tend to be kind of on the intuitive side, might get um, energetically a little bit drained with all the online world stuff. So really helping them also navigate some of that. Um, and kind of, again, it's like, I feel like I, I'm good at rearranging things so that to make the whole pathway of building a business a lot more in alignment with them, so it, which makes it become easier. So they, they may also identify as being a little bit off the beaten track, not quite like everyone else out there in terms of what, of how, what they bring to the table, how they tend to see things and do things. So it's a little bit of the, maybe a little bit of the misfits as well. <laughs> I like misfits too. Me too. Why be, nor- <laughs> why be normal? Why be normal? <laughs> I Agreed. Have, I do not need to be normal. I am, right. not, a, I am not a normal CPA. Yeah, and, <laughs> that's and awesome. I, I take I take great value in that perspective, and I think I think there's a lot of CPAs that are really missing the boat when it mm-hmm. comes to how much help they can be to their clients. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic that you see that. I'm sure your clients are just thrilled. Well, I we have a pretty good time. 
<laughs> and how um, cool is that, right? How cool is that? Like that to me is so it's clear that that's what you want and that's what you get to design. So that, that, that clarity of self is what you like, just based on what you're saying and in our conversation so far, I love that I, I can really feel from you, your clarity on how you want to show up, your clarity on, on also like you want to have a good time and how, how you want to help and who you want to serve. So all of that is certainly um, a, a fantastic example of someone who is in alignment and who will then be creating these great experiences for the business builder as well as the person that serves their client. So hat tip on that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, you know, I but I I am unashamedly me. Yeah, which is perfect, right? Like that's that's it has to be that way. It's so much easier that way. That's the other part about right? like it is so much easier that way. Just be yourself. That's, you know, it's so much easier. It is absolutely so yeah. much easier. So do you have any regrets? Do you, what do you hmm. regret? If within, any? so sorry, go ahead. What, finish that question. I think I'm excellent. Within, within, you know, within your business, what do you have things that you wish you'd done differently? I think I wish it, here's the thing. I'm exactly where I need to be. And there's no way I could have been here without all the stuff that happened before. Um, so actually, not really. Like stuff has happened. <laughs> Hard stuff has happened. I've made some decisions that took me down some rabbit trails that were like, man, what the heck? And yet when I got out of that rabbit trail, it's like, well, now I have this that I know and this that I know that I can now turn around and help my people with. So I, I feel like there's just, there's certainly it's been a roller coaster. Um, certainly there are ups and downs. But I can't, um, you know, yes, maybe there are some things that I could have done earlier on that would have shifted the, the, you know, where I'm now, obviously. But, but I know that all the stuff that, that has happened has created a tapestry of um, experience that is exactly what I then turn around and help my people with as well. So I, I don't think I have a regret. I just have stories to tell. <laughs> Yeah, and the stories are fun, right? You know, that that um, I the only re the only regrets I have are things I didn't do. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if I if I had the opportunity to do something, and for one reason or another, I chose to not do it. Yeah, that those kinds of things haunt me a little bit. Do they? You know? Yeah, that that's the type of thing that. Um, you know, like so much of this business journey has been around, we we're talking beforehand about the personal growth and development. And I find that that, that is one thing that I recognized early on that I needed to figure out how to not hold on to any of that stuff <laughs> because that then would shift oh, me know. in. Yeah. And it's just the, and not worth it. Right. So it's like, okay, here I am. My choice, how, how I'm designing and living my life is really my choice based on what I choose to do and how I choose to react to things. And, and so it's not like it's super easy, but that is actually one of my daily work things in terms of what I do every day is, is a check-in on, on that so that I can be hyper aware. So I can catch those types of thoughts really early on so that I can quickly go up. Oh, well, that's not a very, like, that's not what I want to be thinking. That's not actually really true. Um, you know, I think that dog piles can happen super easily. As soon as you start to go down a path, all of a sudden, like all the gremlins just dog pile on you. Um, so, and as somebody who is kind of, again, kind of a sensitive, intuitive, maybe a little empathic, like that type personality type for me, I, I need to be 
pretty vigilant on, um, I mean, I'm a really optimistic person. Like I, my friend calls me a professional silver liner, <laughs> but so I know that I tend to stay in that stage, but I, I like being an optimist, right? Like that I am happy, you know, like, and yeah, stuff happens, but I often, it's true that I can almost always find the good from something that, that didn't, that isn't good. I think like in terms of regret, like one thing that I wish I hadn't done was spend quite so much money on all the courses and all the, 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 the promises. And yet coming out on the other side of that, I've learned a lot about what, in, in marketing, in terms of messaging, what not to do, because I don't want to show up that way, right? So like, I learned a lot of hard lessons, <laughs> which, you know, I could say regret money-wise in a little bit, because certainly a lot of money went towards stuff that in the end wasn't really what I needed at that time. But I, I said yes, because I was kind of doing the fear of missing out thing, right? So those are the things in the beginning of my business that I'm really much more aware of, not perfect with, but much more aware of now. You said something else. You kind of snuck in there that said, "What are you, what are your what are your daily must do?" I hesitate to use the word ritual, but that's what's coming to my mind. No, right yeah, now. absolutely. I I have them. I mean, and I I have a couple that are my non-negotiables. So every single day, I meditate and I walk, and I have at least a. Um, it's like medicate med, meditate. Um, like mull. So I ponder, I think I'll either read something and then write and then move. So those are the, those three M's are my absolute non-negotiables. I have to meditate, I have to move, and then I have to mull. Because <laughs> I, as a creative thinker type, um, dot connector type, I, that's, I thrive in that space. So I wake up extra early. I've been doing this for the last, well, my kids woke up really early when they were young. So for the last, like, let's see, Theo is now 14. So for the last like 12 years, I've been waking up at 4.30 to 5 a.m. so oh that I God. can have, I know it sounds crazy, but he woke up so early and then I would just, it would, it would, I would not have the beginning of my day set the way that I needed to in order to show up the way that I wanted to. And so, um, so those three, so meditation for me in the morning is my absolute, um, I'll walk at some point during the day, usually in the morning. And then have that kind of ponder time, that mulling time usually happens after the meditation. And those I, ha I have to do. Um, I, so it's just, it's really, it sets my day. I need to have that quiet time. Um, and then and then after that, it's just, I, in terms of kind of the work, I make sure that in, at the end of every day, I know what I'm doing the next day. What are the most, the three most important things that I need to do the next day? Um, and then in the morning, I kind of revisit that. I would say those are those are kind of more like the work ritual, getting really clear what what's the thing that, um, yeah, what are the most important things that I need to do today, so that at the end of the day there's a feeling of accomplishment. So I don't, yes, I have a to do list that's long, but I know that there's like two or three things that these are. If I do these, it's it's I did it right. Yeah. <laughs> so I focus on that. Chunk it down. Yeah, exactly, totally. Can't eat an elephant in one bite. <laughs> nope. <laughs> It, it, it takes it, it takes small baby steps. Yeah, to make that happen. So another thing you mentioned that I I'm always curious: what is one of your go-to reading books that you that you come back to? And mm. well, geez, um, I love *The War of Art* by Stephen Pressfield. I think it's phenomenal. It's one of those books where the their um, 
it's about resistance, <laughs> which is a huge thing that happens when you're building something from nothing, which building businesses we are. So it's really, it's great for any creative type of person. And I think building a business is an act, absolute act of creativity. Um, so the War of Art is great. And it has, he does it where it's um, short, kind of um, short writing. So it's very easy to open the book at any place and get a nice little pearl of wisdom. Uh, that's one of my favorite. The other one that I really, really love is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, it also has, after reading it once all the way through, it's another one that's kind of easy to read, like a small um, chunk. Um, I'm like, what I'm sitting here doing right now is I'm looking around my office like, what's another absolute? I think, I think, I feel like there's another one, but I can't find it right now. I'll, if I, if it comes, I will, I will say it. <laughs> so if people wanted to get more information about you and what you do and how you do it, how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, so my um, my website is Ellen Scott. So it's H-E-L-E-N-E-S-C-O-T-T.com. So that's just my main website. And then the, the thing that is kind of the, um, I have something called the Signature Offer Decoder, which is helping the kind of that multi-possibility type who is really thinking about what is the what that question around alignment that question around creating offers that are in alignment with you it's a it's a free um, workbook that has a companion audio along with it and that you can just get at the the signature offer decoder.com okay awesome thank you absolutely i really appreciate this has been a great conversation and i think that it is awesome what you're doing i'm very happy have found you. <laughs> well, likewise, likewise. I really, really appreciate you having me on the podcast. Smash the Bottom Line is sponsored by Smashing Numbers. Discover how to get your accounting in order, escape the cash flow trap, and finally enjoy a profitable business. Find out how at smashingnumbers.com.